Welcome to Woven Conversations. I'm your host, Michelle Meinhardt. I've invited my friends to come talk to me, all with a different perspective on life in the world. Today, Steph Book joined me, and we talked about her almost 30 years of fitness instruction and experience in the fitness industry and the way it made us feel when we can move our bodies. I hope you enjoy episode four of Woven Conversations. Keep going. Hey, Steph. Hey. Thanks for joining me today. You're welcome. So uh, I like to invite my friends on to talk about a lot of different things. And you being somebody who we share some kind of cross-pollination in the quote-unquote fitness world, I thought Mm -hmm. you would be a really interesting guest because you have a lot of experience of um, things somewhat tangently related to things like yoga, but Mm -hmm. also just because we have so many good conversations in the yoga studio often that I thought it would be a good way to, um, I don't know, let the rest of the world in on what we do. Yeah, great. Thank you. So um, I'd like to start with just a few questions to get us rolling, and then you get to ask all the questions from there on out. Okay. So, little take five. Don't think hard. Just respond. Okay. That's what makes it interesting. Okay. So, number one, the taco topping that you can't live without. Oh, gosh. Taco to- oh, Sour cream. Mm. Sour cream. Yeah. Yep. I'm with you on that one. Especially at Los Arcos. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, family. What is that to mm. you? Family to me is life, pretty much all life, my life. Good, good. Fill in the blank. Okay. Humans are. (laughs) Let's see, for right now in this day and age, humans. Humans are very interesting. I would agree. In a lot of ways. Yes. (laughs) It's a great show we live watching uh, here on Earth. Right, pretend it's a Sunday afternoon. You're likely doing what? Oh, wow. On a Sunday afternoon, just enjoying the afternoon of with my family. It's nice out. Always outside. Always outside. Working around the yard. Laying in the hammock. You guys have some nice grass out there. Thank I'm you. going to say. It's yes. Carpet. I, we, I get that a lot. <laughs> it's like carpet. Um, yeah, definitely. Or or in the house. I love 70s music. So jamming to 70s, cleaning my house. Love it. I'm all about that. Sunday yes. Sunday afternoon cleaning. Yes. All right. And what's saving you right now? What's saving me? Saving me in this world, in this crazy Some life? open-ended question just to oh get your brain moving. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I would have to say, to be totally honest with you, what's saving me right now is my spirituality. Yeah. 100%. I think we're all clinging to mm-hmm. something a little bit more um, hopeful. Oh, yeah. At definitely. This, this point in time in our culture. Yes. Well, thanks. That gives um, the view, the viewers, the listeners a little mm-hmm. bit more just about, just, you know, how well-rounded you are. Uh, you, like I said, you have a background in fitness mm-hmm. and health world. And you also work at a school. You work with the little ones as a paraprofessional. Yes. And so you have um, some experience coming from that angle as well. So yes. I'm just going to throw it over to you. What kind of questions did you bring? This is my oh, favorite wow. part. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. So um, questions that I have. 
Well, I have been in the fitness industry for many, many years, probably since 91. So I don't even know how many years has that been. <laughs> I don't do math. 2020 now. Numbers. Yeah. We're thinking third. Don't say 30 because that makes me feel really old. <laughs> anyway, it's been many, many years. Okay. Um, 29. 29. 29 years. Uh, so it's not 30. So it's not 30 yet. <laughs> um. The way it made me feel. Love everything about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to say the reasoning for going into fitness at first was to look good. Okay. You know, you're mm-hmm. young. I want to mm-hmm. look good. Um, but I think for me now, the older you get, the older I get, it's all about I want to feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all of those mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally. Mm-hmm. And exercise does that for me. Yeah. All of it. Yeah. So... Um, I would have to say one of the things that has, I, back in my high school, high school days, I was working at Fairhaven Nursing Home. Okay. And one of the girls that I was working with, you know, when you're young, what's one of the things that the teenage girls, these, I'm fat. Oh, I'm, I'm ugly. You know, they just come down hard on themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember being like that, sitting in the break room thinking, oh, I'm so fat, you know, when I wasn't. Mm-hmm. But I had a, an older woman look at me and say, why are you talking down to yourself like that? If you talk down to yourself like that and tell yourself that, then that's what you're going to be. And that really stood out to me. Interesting. At a young age, I was, I was like, okay, I think I was a senior at the time. Mm-hmm. And then graduated high school and just started working out and fell in love with it. Uh-huh. Um, and just took off from there. I met some nice. great people. Great people. Yeah. Deanna Piaha being one of them. Shout mm-hmm. out to her. Love her. Um, so she she was a huge part of that. Yeah. Getting started with all that. Excellent. So. I love to hear when people say, Yeah, I do this because it's the way it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's mm-hmm. so easy to fall. I it's hard, I think, this day and age, especially Especially because we're very um, image saturated. Oh yeah, like the everywhere we are, if we're online at all, it's very image driven, right. and so it's hard not to put first some of those things about what it is that you look like and getting right. the results and all of those things. And so when somebody can come in and say like, "Oh, I just love the way this feels," mm-hmm. then it's such a I don't know more rich experience. Yes. And oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, and that is pretty much my, I'm set out to do that, you know, yeah. for women for yeah. just to get them on that, that right way of thinking, especially Excellent. the younger, mm-hmm. the younger girls. Cause they do come down so hard on themselves. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we all do at some point, mm-hmm. but it's, it is an active rebellion to love yourself mm-hmm. in a way that mm-hmm. doesn't hate your body. Yeah. If you ask me, like we are put into places very early in life and young girls especially are put into places where you're just told that what you're supposed to do is hate the way you mm-hmm. look. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, I, yeah, I feel like it's an act of rebellion to say yeah. like, no, I'm all right. Right. You don't have to feel like you're a beauty cre- queen. Mm-hmm. You can just celebrate the way mm-hmm. you're created. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pretty yes, much definitely. good enough. Oh, definitely. <laughs> what do you believe is the hardest part to sticking to an exercise program or lifestyle? Ooh. I think anything you do, do once it becomes habit and routine there's some real comfort with habit and routine Mm -hmm. so that can benefit 
that's that's fantastic when you know that every monday night at six o'clock you're going to go and you're going to do this thing and you know how you're going to feel when you're done like that's excellent um but we're also created for things like awe and wonder and things that don't happen all the time and so keeping it almost fresh or in in the yoga world we might talk about the the beginner's mind like approaching it as if you've never experienced it before yes because sometimes boredom might set in like oh I've done this thing and so now it doesn't do what it used to do for Mm -hmm. me it doesn't Mm -hmm. feel the way it used it's not as magical because now I know what to expect Mm -hmm. and so I think one of the hardest parts of sticking to something for a long time is making sure that you come to it fresh each time, open in a way that says, well, whatever's going to happen here. Right. Because otherwise you get stuck in this root of like, here's what I do and this is the thing and now I'm done. And you lose the excitement and the love of why you actually do it. Right. And so, which I've had is a conversation that I've had with so many people lately about actually like young kids in sports Mm -hmm. and the need for kids to remember to do it because they love it. I have a friend whose daughter's in cross country in a whole other school district. And she's like, she's just really in her head. And I said, she's like, how do I get her out of her head? She's just thinking so much. And I was like, then, then don't let her look at her watch. Just let her run because she loves to run. She does love it. But so many times we just get hung up in the like end result of it all. Mm -hmm. This is why I do it. I have to have this at the, end of it all and so I feel like when you lose that freshness it's really hard to stick with it yes definitely Mm -hmm. one thing I want to say to you when you when I go to a yoga class Uh one of the things that you say that really will ground me Uh is when you say remember why you arrived or remember why you came Mm -hmm. get to the arrival place yeah yeah, everybody comes to it with a different reason. Yeah. Sometimes it's, I just need out of my house because my kids aren't here. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's, oh, I forgot how to breathe. Yeah. And, th- and that's helped because sometimes I have come in with a very anxious mindset. Like, uh-huh. okay, I got to do, I got to do this now. Yeah. But then yeah. with you saying that has, does help. Yeah. So yeah. that's really good. Mm-hmm. And that's different every day. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to come to it with the same purpose every time you show up to whatever it is you're doing, whether it's going to yoga or going for a run, Mm -hmm. like just remembering Mm -hmm. why you feel like doing that. So definitely. Well, thank you. Yeah. What advice would you give to someone who feels unmotivated to exercise or any kind of activity like that? Mm. I, well, I like to answer a question with a question. Mm -hmm. It's one of my favorite things to do. And I would ask what part of them feels unmotivated. Because usually when you say something like, oh, I'm just not very motivated, what, they, what they're trying to say is like, I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. And so I would say, well, what doesn't feel like it? Mm-hmm. Is it your body that doesn't feel like it? Does it hurt? Is it injured? Mm-hmm. Do you have something that's wrong that it doesn't feel like moving? Uh, or is it like your soul just in the part of you that of the deepest parts of you just wants nothing to do with it? Mm-hmm. Or... What I come across more often is um, when somebody says that they just don't feel like it, it's more of the mind getting in the way of telling a story about what it's going to be like and if it's going to be worth it and how they're going to feel and all of those things. So uh, does your mind just not feel like it? Because it Mm -hmm. doesn't always operate off of true reality. Right. There's there's deeper truths that happen with autumn. So when we check in with all parts of us, what is most unmotivated? Yeah. What is keeping you from it? And it's totally fine to be like, I just don't feel like it today. Right. And, 
that's great, especially if your body's telling you that. Yeah. You should listen. But if it's just the story that ha- starts rolling through your mind, like, well, it's going to be so much work and it's really mm-hmm. cold outside and I don't like the way that yoga pants fit mm-hmm. or like, any of those other reasons that mm-hmm. can deter you from doing something that you know you ultimately benefit from. Oh, definitely. Yeah. 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 I've had I've had that question asked to me before. Uh-huh. And one of the, the first thing that came to my mind was um, doubt or fear, uh, fear uh-huh. of failing, fear yeah. if I start it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Well, I finish it. Well, yeah. I might as well just not start it because I don't mm. think I'll finish it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What would you say to a beginner that knows they need to add exercise into their life, but is afraid of being judged at a gym and finds that very <sighs> intimidating? Well, I would first say, welcome to the club. Right. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. No judgment so here. I, I, I try my hardest to practice non-judgment mm-hmm. <laughs> because I know, especially upon myself. But I mean, I'm sure that you've had this. Tell mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong here. Even now that I've been doing this type of work for some time, and I still feel as if I show up into a place being a person who has a very active life, an active job, that I feel like I'm going to get judged. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's something that everybody, it's a human experience. Oh, yeah. Well, it's a human experience to need to feel as if you fit in. Right. So that's a good and natural thing. But I, there's something to, um, that's part of our reality. And some of, again, I'd go back to like, well, what is the story that's going on in our mind? Right. So I like to tell beginners, whenever I have a newbies class that comes in, uh, we start with the rules, and rule number one is no judgment. Yeah. <laughs> rule number two is no suffering. Yeah. So, but uh, the judgment piece has so much to do with just letting go of our own expectations of oh, ourselves, yeah. as if we think that we have to do this perfectly or uh, whatever right means. But the hardest thing about doing something new is just showing up to it. Mm-hmm. Like the hardest part is unrolling your mat is what I generally tell them. So if you can achieve that, if you can get over that hurdle, that fear of not being included, not doing it right, mm-hmm. then, you know, the, the benefits are huge, but, and also <laughs> nobody's watching. Right. No, Nobody. Everyone else is trying to figure out if she just said right foot or left foot. Right. So and they're no, just trying really to figure nobody- it out cares you they know. don't like not in an unloving not way not in a loving unloving way but correct nobody does yeah and that's the first time I've ever heard that was in your studio when you would say <laughs> when I was judging myself <laughs> um, no judgment here as I'm you know ready to fall over and then you, I just laugh at myself yeah you know okay yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, it doesn't benefit anybody there. Right. So. But I love that. No judging. No yeah. judgment of yourself. Yeah. Truly. If you, the number one practice is to practice that with your, if you can come to a place where you're not judging yourself all the time, mm. you will see the way that you can start to let go of judging others. Oh, yeah. Like I can Definitely. start to name it so much easier. And so there's, it's a good practice, oh, yeah. I would just say. It's a good, a good place to practice. Is, well, I've definitely added that into my, yeah, my daily my daily activities. Good. (laughs) Uh, How has exercise helped you? How has Mm -hmm. yoga and running and all the activities you do, how has Uh, it helped you? Well, I really feel like it makes my brain work better. Mm -hmm. I just Mm -hmm. had that conversation with my teacher today. Mm -hmm. So just the, um, the mental processes of what happens. Um, I was telling her that often before I come to do a podcast, I'll go for a run, but it was, Mm -hmm. I would, I am what you would call a fair weather runner. Like I truly, I need about somewhere between 60 and 75 
Yeah. No rain and only a slight breeze. <laughs> then I will run. And so we've had some really good days in this fall that I've got to do it. But today was not yeah. one of those. But I, uh, but the way that when you get the world moving, mm-hmm. um, that your mind can open up and you can kind of step out of your yeah. mental box is just so freeing. Oh, and definitely. so um, that is one of the biggest ways that it has helped yeah. me is is it just makes the the ch- I, the chatter in my mind begins to lessen, mm-hmm. and so well, if I may, yes, for say sure, a little bit on this one. Um, how how exercise has helped me yeah. is I'll touch a little bit on this yeah. is definitely through depression. Yeah, um, dealing with depression and anxiety. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have to say just getting you know exercise boosts those endorphins up. Oh my gosh, the serotonin levels and such and. There's nothing better than mm-hmm. a, a great sweat when yes. you're feeling depressed. Yeah, yeah. You really do come out feeling so yeah. much better. Even a brisk walk. Uh-huh, um, for sure. Something that's just going to sure. lift, lift you up. Do you find that, especially with that, doing things with heavy weights is even super... Is there a, a t- Have you found a connection between lifting heavy things and being um, a little bit lighter in your own self? Oh, definitely. Yes, definitely. Um, Just getting out in the gym and lifting weights, if if I'm a little under the weather, you know, not feeling the greatest about myself, just and being thankful for what I can do, Ah, the fact that I'm uh doing what I'm doing. And and it also kind of puts my mind on other people that can't do this. Oh, that's interesting. And that, that helps me. The ability of what your body can actually do. The ability of what I can do and, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe doing, doing it for others. Get a mindset like that. Yeah. Get my mind off me Uh, and onto others. mm -hmm, And, mm -hmm. um, just, yeah. yeah. So it's definitely helps. Definitely helps with depression. I love it. There's so many things that happen between the, again, the mind and the body. Like whether it's, um, no matter what kind of movement or action you're taking, there's some, well, I I work with a group of therapists in Finley and the name of the the practice is Mind Body Health Associates because they operate in mental health with such an awareness of what Mm -hmm. the body does and the connection between things like depression and anxiety and trauma and the many, many different ways that our brains begin to function in a way that doesn't always serve us well. Mm -hmm. And, um, the primary recommendation is, well, how are you moving? What are you, what are you doing with your body? And then there's so many other parts to work through, but definitely a connection that we have to have, especially as you mentioned before, like being out in nature and connecting the, both the mind and the body to this bigger world that Mm -hmm. we're in. Yes. I, there was a day I was, I deal with anxiety and depression mm-hmm. and, um, there was a day I was just, you know, having, I was just having some major anxiety and I got really mad at myself. That's it. I'm going to go run. I'm just going to take off and go run. And I did. I ran for three miles, just took off and went, but oh my gosh, how I felt when I was done mm-hmm. was like, yeah, amazing. It just changes your perspective yeah. on everything. Yeah, it does. Oh, I'm, so glad that you can be able to share that. I have always mm-hmm. appreciated the way you are honest mm-hmm. about the way that your mind and your body mm-hmm. need your movement mm-hmm. and all of the other practices that you put in to be a whole healthy individual. Oh, so yeah. I'm always yes. thankful when you share. Thank you. Thank you. So how does one start on the journey of fitness mm. and getting into cert, you know, getting into just moving their body more, getting mm. out, 
maybe doing classes. You know, I, you don't necessarily have to go to a gym. Yeah. You can make yeah. your own little home gym. Mm-hmm. Some of the happiest people I know are the people that just decided to walk for yeah. 10 minutes. Yeah. In comparison to not walking the day before. And that's all it took. And then gradually they, well, you know, 10 minutes really isn't that bad. And so they mm-hmm. add a little bit more and it doesn't have to be the whole world in order right. to, to move and to start feeling better. Sometimes I feel like that jumping off point is, is the biggest thing. Like that's unrolling your mat is the hardest pose. Mm-hmm. Like that initiative to get moving. If you want to even think about it, like, well, you know, you go back into just physics and then the sutras would have something to say about it as mm-hmm. well. But like an object in motion remains in motion until it meets an equal yes. and opposite force. Yeah. So if your motion is sedentary, then it takes an equal and opposite force to get you off of the couch. Yeah. And so it it kind of takes a little, uh, what do I want to say, a little velocity mm-hmm. behind it all. And sometimes that's just a decision. Mm-hmm. I hope that it always comes from love instead of fear. I think a lot of what people will operate on, and I feel like this is a place where the fitness industry in general needs to really tone it down. Because yeah. fear, I understand why. We want people to live whole healthy lives, but right. fear is not a good motivator. Right. Coming at it, like you said, because of something that your body can do, yes. not for fear of what it won't be able to do someday, yes. um, will bring a much better practice but when I when I was learning to become a youth director they used to say what brings you here keeps you here (laughs) and so be careful of what you offer and so I I want somebody who comes who's brought into moving their body because of love right because that's what's going to keep them yes and so that's a that's a lifelong thing as opposed to well I've got my blood pressure and my insulin down so now I don't need to do this anymore Mm -hmm. and so um yeah, I, I always hope that it's motivated out of love. But I, the actual point of jumping off, I have heard so many different stories of why somebody decides to show up. And mm-hmm. they're they're just so varied that it just takes a, whatever it is for that person to decide, like, I'm worth yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm sure you have even more stories of oh. why people finally decide to say, yeah, it, yeah, let's do this. Like when I when I was younger getting mm-hmm. into the in the fitness world it was all about oh I want to look good yeah you know yeah I look good mm-hmm. but you grow up yeah <laughs> and yeah. it's all about feeling good I want to yeah. feel yeah good yeah and one of one of the things that I say first thing in the morning because mornings are a struggle for me oh I bet is rise up mm-hmm. that's that's my rise up stuff yeah what can you do today what can your body do today yeah and it's I think about all those that can't use mm-hmm. their body, mm-hmm. um, you know, with exercise and uh, the yeah. way, the way we can right now, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. so definitely getting, getting your mind, you know, you're doing this for you yeah. and yeah. And work at it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. It's yeah. a day at a time thing. Like that's mm-hmm. kind of how Not life to come down on yourself. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. it doesn't have to be. Mm-hmm. perfect every single day every minute it's just yeah. be kind, it be kind to, to yourself yeah. be kind to yourself yeah my teacher likes to talk my teacher and I get very philosophical about mm-hmm. about everything really but we'll have a conversation and then she's like yeah and at the end of the day it's I mean you're just kind of turning your body to you know point one direction right. <laughs> it's just yoga it's just a walk mm-hmm. but it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. it has the capacity to to change you mm-hmm. in an amazing way and it also could just be you know an hour out of your day where yeah. you can return to what you already know is mm-hmm. true and so yeah. 
That's great. Thank you so much for coming in. I'm so grateful that you would be able to stop by and we can have this conversation. And maybe we'll get to do it again in the future soon. Well, I'd love to. Thank you for inviting me. This no was problem. fun. Great. Thank so you. Thanks for everybody who also tuned in at home. Until next week, namaste. Namaste.